man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool of dream sitting down by the street, but leads him to the corpus bail. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I wanna go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. And take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. And take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. And take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can Come away, right. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. I'm TJ Graney, that's Cody Ryan. You're tuned in to the number one outdoor show in Texas. This is your deer shooting, flounder gigging, dub blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling, adrenaline junkie, Outdoor Zone radio show broadcast from the bunkhouse. Yeah, that's right. Right here in the bunkhouse, 1049 The Horn or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, don't forget, if you're a... If you're a guy uh, in a church and you're looking for something to do, Kids Outdoor Zone is an outdoor adventure ministry you can start in your church. Rally a couple of your buddies, and you can start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church. For more information, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. All right, uh, special guest. Yeah, it's funny. About a week ago, we were uh, a guest on the show, and we were talking, and Talking about YouTube videos, people on YouTube that we watched, you know, it seems to kind of be the way, the trend of a lot of these uh, younger and new um, outdoorsmen, women that are finding uh, hunting, fishing. Um, they and, got a, they have a voice there that they have not had anywhere and else. And a very strong voice and it a growing is really voice. really incredible. And I, and I was, and I guess I had mentioned one of them because I just viewed a couple of his videos i said uh have y'all seen mullet man and you went oh we're gonna have him on the show next week and i went what no man (laughs) so we uh we've got mullet man on the show with us if you haven't seen mullet man uh it's uh he's a rising star in the youtube world and uh catch clean and cook is kind of his style hunting uh different things uh, catching different things, cleaning them, and then trying them, eating them. So, good morning. Good Mullet. morning, guys. How's it going? Good, man. How are you Mother doing? Man. I'm, I'm doing great. It's a pretty morning. It is an awesome oh, morning. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, Mullet Man, I guess a couple of, I don't know, a couple of months ago, maybe, I was watching, uh, I've kind of grown to be a fan of uh, a handful of different YouTube channels, and one of them I was watching, I guess, Lake Fork Guy. I'm a big fisherman, oh, yeah. and I was watching him, and he was going hunting, and there was this guy, Mike, that they were riding around with, and uh, and then next thing I know is Mike turns into Mullet Man, and Mullet Man 
turns into a YouTube channel, and the YouTube channel is now a a brand, baby. So, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty exciting. It, it, Mullet Man came out as a joke. Uh, we were just sitting around and came up with the name, and um, I figured I'd start uh, videoing everything that I already do, and uh, it's been fun. So I can't wait to see what's in the future as well. Yeah, absolutely. Now, is this something that you had ever thought about or planned on prior to kind of just sitting around talking about uh, it, or is it just? I've always wanted to do it, um, but I can't stand to hear myself talk or or look into a camera. So um, <laughs> I never did it, and I linked up with Lake Fort guy, and um, I saw how easy he did it, and figured I, I could do it and uh went and bought a camera and just started filming everything dude well it's uh let me tell you first and foremost i can't stand my voice never have can't stand to listen to the radio reruns of the radio show but uh it's i think that's just part of it so yeah you uh you come across great on film i love your videos i love the idea of catch clean and cook is that something that kind of yeah, you kind of fell into uh, you like the cooking aspect as well, and trying different yep. rowdy things. Yeah, I love I love cooking what we kill, and um, you know, me and my dad have always watched hunting shows as as I've grown up, and and it's just getting more saturated with the, the same thing over and over, and um, I, I really wanted to be different than everybody, and and kind of show people. The, the other part of hunting, not just the, the killing part. So um, that's kind of what we're aiming for there. I love it, man. I mean, you go from uh, soft-shell turtle, iguana, and the Cayman Islands. Um, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of aspects. One video I really, I guess, I guess the one that kind of drew my attention was your little series with your uh, spear hunting adventure. Um, yeah. That was that was rowdy, and then to accomplish that and uh, take your first fallow deer with a spear. Yeah, we didn't know if that was going to happen or not, but I knew I was going to keep trying. Um, I think the fourth time uh, was the ticket, but me and my dad were just looking at each other from stand to stand, wondering how long this was going to take, and, <laughs> and it just happened. Uh, everything fell into place, and uh, we got her done, so... The other one that I really liked, uh, the iguana and Cayman Islands. Did you see that one, TJ? No, I didn't see the iguana. My, oh, dude. The one I liked was the soft-shell crab one. I thought that turtle. was... Turtle. The soft-shell turtle one, yeah, that was, yeah. That was crazy. It looked I, good. I wanted to eat some of it. When I saw it, I thought, man, I want to go find a soft-shell somewhere. Yeah, that, it's weird. They have, it looked really like good. Ten different kinds of meat on them. Yeah, now that is weird. That is weird. Is that something you've always done, or you've just kind of explored since the video idea? Um, I have eaten the soft shell before, but um, I never really targeted to go kill a soft shell turtle and eat it, you know. But uh, it definitely, definitely helped the video, and a lot of people liked it. So, and I'll definitely do it again. It's it's amazing meat. So, I love that you say that because uh, there's not. I don't guess I don't think I've seen a video where you're like, oh, this is terrible. You're always like, man, this is this is pretty good. Now, some of your buddies, on the other hand, may not like it as much. Oh yeah, yeah, they. <laughs> but it's all pretty good. You can you can fry anything and make it taste all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 
Well, you did something. I thought it was hilarious because you said, uh, and so my uh, this I'm TJ and Cody Ryan. I'm the dad. Cody Ryan's the son, and uh, we've been doing this radio show, kind of like you and your dad doing that channel together, that YouTube channel together. But his sister just texted in and said that uh, she loves your wife, and she's I guess your wife's a photographer. Her name's yeah. Her name's Angel. Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. So she loves your wife. But I thought it was hilarious when you were cleaning that soft-shell crab and you are going to fry it up, and you said, I'm going to try and get my wife to eat some of this oh, and yeah. see if she'd eat it. And yeah. I just thought that was funny because we've done that with some stuff before, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's no way she would have tried it if she knew what it was. <laughs> That's exactly and right. And she doesn't mind it afterwards. No. No, they, when they eat it, uh, they know it doesn't. I mean, it's obviously a good, good eating meat. So they just keep on eating it, and then you tell them, and they either uh, freak out on you or they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that is exact experience I've had. I love it. Yeah, I think we've we had a, we've all done that. Now. We had I'd been fishing down on the coast with the guy, and we caught a bunch of trout, and we took the row out of them. He took the the eggs out of each of them, and they're like these little egg sacks. And he gave me a whole bunch of them. I brought them home, and I and I floured them up and was frying them up putting them on a, a plate with a paper towel and had some ranch dip there and uh mrs granny came mm-hmm. by and she dipped one and ate it and she goes oh man that's good and i said do you know what you're eating it's trout right and I said, well yeah i guess that's funny i gotta try that one i've never tried that oh dude oh man Come that's on. that's actually that one's that one's pretty good i mean it's not it's not bobcat good but it's pretty good you what you ate bobcat? Yes, sir. Yeah, and I've actually eaten it before. Um, I tried it when I was in uh, in high school. Me and some buddies tried it, and turned out great. And I just hadn't uh, hadn't had the chance to do it again. And this opportunity came up to eat it again, so uh, we did it. And it, it's amazing. I'll eat every bobcat from now on. <laughs> <laughs> well, what what wouldn't you eat? What um, was horrible? I draw my line at probably a skunk or a uh, armadillo. Oh well, armadillo maybe. Because no, no, probably not armadillo. You're absolutely correct on a skunk, though. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you? I wouldn't buy the meat. I just don't want to clean it. Right, right, right. What uh? So what's your goal? So what's your what's your thoughts? Are you gonna uh, continue with the YouTube stuff and see where it goes? I know you've got some products out. What are you? Uh, what do you got coming up? Yeah, just um, building the channel and uh, see what avenues that leads you to. But really, just show people what uh, what else there is out there and um, just have something different and not the same as everybody else. So right now, just stick with YouTube and. Um, put out content that I think people would enjoy and uh, keep pushing forward with that. I love it. Well, what about now kind of a different, uh, kind of a change of pace, uh, being that you're getting some followers, you're getting some views now. I mean, lots of views. Uh, Are you getting any pushback from any antis? Are you getting any wild emails, any of that kind of stuff? Any attention? yeah. Yeah, yep, I get uh, I get multiple every day. Uh, there's always going to be those people, but you just turn your head and keep walking. Uh, it doesn't bother me at all. I know there's people out there like that that just have no idea um, where their food's coming from. So, mm. um, 
It doesn't really phase me at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. Where are you from? Where do you Where are you based out of? Where are you from? So I'm in uh, the town West. It's about 20 miles north of Waco. Oh, you're in West. Yes, sir. Oh, I know what uh, West is. That uh, that's where the explosion was, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, I have a I have a a young man there that we. Uh, we got right after that explosion. Well, cool. We know exactly where you are. We're gonna to have to get you down here February twenty second to our to our KOZ our kids outdoor zone gala. You, we need to get that arranged. You'd be cool. you'd yeah, fit right in it. there with our with everybody. We got kind of kind of gonna be there. Awesome. Well, Mullet Man, uh, where can guys connect with you? Where can they uh, watch your stuff? Where can they buy? Can they buy some products? Some your eat good uh, branded. We are stuff? working on that. We're working on the uh, the merchandise, but uh, they can check me out on uh, YouTube. It's just Mullet Man. Um, hit that subscribe button. That's what that's what YouTube's all about. And then uh, you can also follow me on Instagram, Mike the Mullet Man. And um, and that's about it. Is YouTube and Instagram. I try not to mess with a whole lot of other stuff. Yeah. Well, and going out on the the last thing, I'm going to ask you: What happens if you cut the mullet? I mean, I are you ever going to cut the mullet? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what the the future holds for the mullet, but right now it's staying. <laughs> All right, mullet man, find them on YouTube. Thank you, Mike, for uh, joining us this morning. And job uh, well done. Yeah, I look forward to talking to you more. Let's uh, let's catch up soon and do something. Yes, sir. Thank you all. All right, mullet man. You on You know what YouTube. you ought to do? You ought to take him bass fishing and eat those bass. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. <laughs> no, actually, I was laughing the other day. So I had a terrible event, a tournament we had the other day, and I said, "Shoot, I'm not even gonna weigh these fish in. I ought to just keep them and fillet these suckers. At least I'll get something dinner, out of, something out of all this money I spent. <laughs> It'd be like a hundred dollars a fillet, but so what." Nah, I think that's I think that's incredible. All right, check him out, Mullet Man on YouTube. That was that was cool. We're gonna we're gonna connect with him some more. I like yeah, that. Be looking for more of that. More right there, Mullet Man. Hey, it's the Outdoor Zone. Coming up next, we got your <clears throat> Peter report. You don't want to miss it. It's only one place right here. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse on one zero four nine The Horn and twenty four seven three sixty five the Outdoor Zone When I was young, who sat beside me, my only son, and listen closely to what I I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun, fixed me some coffee and a honey bun. Jumped in my pickup, gave her the gas. I'm going out to catch a five-pound bass down by the lakeside. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Only one place, Sunday morning, 7 to 9, right here on 104.9 The Horn or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. You can share our 
show with your friends on iTunes and SoundCloud, the Outdoor Zone. Sun Auto Service, family-owned and operated. Man, if you need anything done for your car, if you have questions about that tick or squeal or squeak, go see our buddies over at Sun Auto Service. They only hire ASE-certified techs to repair and maintain your vehicles. They require their technicians to complete an intensive training program so that your vehicle's worked on and maintained by the properly trained professionals. Go see our buddies over at any one of their locations. Our family location is the one over at 405 West Slaughter Lane. There's one at 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and the newest location, 1206 Ranch Road 620. com for details and follow them on Facebook because there's a lot of good specials on their Facebook page. Now it's time for your PETA report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA report because we love animals too. They taste great. Um, so th- today I just thought it'd be interesting to look at some of the backside of PETA. And what they uh, they have as far as income, yeah, and where they're claiming their money goes. Oh yeah, their their income last year, their income last year, fifty four million dollars. Yeah, their income last year was fifty four million dollars. Looks Th- like uh, according to the spreadsheet, they're operating. Uh, on more than $54 million. They're upside down. Well, their revenues, they spend a little bit more than they make that they bring in. <laughs> yeah. Their uh, total revenue, total revenues, $56 million. The $54 million were contributions. That's how much people gave money out of their pockets. $54 million to PETA, if they only knew. Can you believe that? If that 54 – so in contrast, in contrast, the operating budget for 2017 for Texas Parks and Wildlife, $317 million. Wow. Well. Could you – can you imagine uh, what could be done with that $56 million from – I love the uh I love this. Of that fifty six million, I love breaking it down and seeing what it goes to. At fifty six million dollars PETA brought in last year, membership development took up almost a fifth of it. Ten million. Yeah, over dollars. ten million dollars. Membership development. That's going and getting your kids tweaked out. Or Facebook ads or you know crap like that uh management uh what was it here? grassroots campaigns yeah grassroots campaigns that that's where they're giving your kids coloring books that say your daddy is a murderer yeah and they do the they climb up buildings and drop banners and they spray paint stuff with red paint and probably support some of the terrorist activities by the by those like the underground, the uh, animal underground, and all those kind of things. Ten million bucks, eleven million bucks there. Yeah. Public outreach and education, 
14 million dollars doesn't necessarily mean education because they bunched it up with public outreach which could be uh standing outside of the circus with posters and pamphlets outside of walmart right with a inflatable pig pig yeah wearing a pig suit so that's not necessarily they may consider that education so you've got, and be, you take that in contrast. You that's take, not. It, that's not a class. If they took, <laughs> if they took ten million dollars of this, they just peeled off just a fifth or a sixth of right. what they bring in every year. If they peeled off a sixth of that, a million bucks or ten million, ten million bucks, and used it for buying and con- conservation easement on a piece of land. Or they went and supported some conservation program, right? Uh, they would they would be they would be hitting it out of the park with their conservation efforts. But right now, this is all just a PR thing, and and um, I don't see where uh, dog food and uh, I read cat how food. many I read how many they they spay like ten thousand animals a year. That's it. For fifty six million bucks, they'd only do it. They only do it because they have to do it. Yeah, they have to be able to put those. And they're probably not doing it. They're they're probably Checking giving the numbers. They're, from they're probably else. giving, you know, yeah. uh, animal shelters around the country. Here's twenty five. No, yeah. here's twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah. Now you're a PETA supported, and so we're going to take your numbers and count them on our side. Right, right, right. Yeah, they're not doing it. Cruelty free merchandise program. They spent eight hundred and three thousand. That guy, that guy that's sitting behind that computer, coming up with those uh, cruelty-free products. Yes, <laughs> like the vegan belts made out of fire hoses. No, he's not coming up with that. That's he's coming up with uh, like support us now for only nine ninety nine a month, and you'll receive this T shirt. We love kitties. And they put the and they create the commercials where they take the dogs and they put a big chain on them. Yeah, and then they go in the producer's backyard yeah. after a snowstorm and they chain them up to a fence post. <laughs> All right, just one second, little f- f- fruit dog. Yeah. I, just one minute. Punch now. him in the face real quick. <laughs> no, they don't. Okay, now he looks mad, sad. <laughs> Why did you do that? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Okay, let's leave this topic. I can't handle it. Uh, the Charlotte Observer. Now, this this brings to mind the story that I read. Uh, the big cat, I think, happened recently, or the big dog, or big cat. I couldn't find any information about it here, but the Charlotte Observer reports the Carolina Coyote Classic is set to hold its sixth annual hunt this February. Uh, cash prizes for the biggest kill and hunting teams that bring in the most dead coyotes. People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, Senior Director Stephanie Bell says... The stated aim of the tournament is to protect deer populations so that coyote killers can have more deer to hunt. PETA believes the hunt backfires because coyotes from outlying areas will move into the competition-free feeding areas. Bale says the only effective coyote management plans are based on public outreach and personal responsibility. What does personal responsibility have to do with anything to do with coyotes? management programs it doesn't it's just (laughs) when you see a coyote make loud noises hey coyote hey coyote and slowly back off that's that is their recommendations yes 
Hello, no, coyote. really, that is their written recommendation. And a, as the coyote walks off with your neighbor's cat in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Or, his, or your neighbor's little small I've told dog. you about that. I live outside of the city. And <clears throat> I've told you about that little Yahoo group that, that the community has. They should have never accepted me. <laughs> but they... Uh, they That's had somebody shocking. somebody go, you know, oh, my God, we saw a, a fox in the neighborhood. And this has happened several times. One neighbor Stranger danger. I'm like, and, and, and they say, you know, like, be careful with your small children and animals. And somebody <laughs> else will write back and be like, well, that explains where Fluffy went. And, you know, all that. And I'm like, oh, and I, of course, always type back like, yeah, coyotes, foxes. Uh, bobcats, I've oh, seen man. it all. I love it. Foxes are like wonderful when it comes to cat, feral cat population control. Yes, yeah. Foxes are so good for that. Yeah. So, anyway, I just think it's uh, funny when I get those emails. I mean, it's some you know these folks are moving out from the city. They obviously have no clue about reality outside of the city limits, and. So they see a fox in our neighborhood. We all have an acre or two, you know, and they start freaking out. I think it's great. That's why I live there. Archery Get- country. Go ahead. Carry on. <laughs> Archery country. Archery country is Austin's only true bow shop. They have full-time professional techs to help you with every step of the adventure, no matter your skill level. All the gear, targets, arrows, and accessories are on-site and available for professional installation. Private and group lessons. Are available. How about a crossbow? They got them. Go see our buddies over at Archery Country. They're at 8121 Research Boulevard. Uh, Just back from the archery trade show, they've got all the newest gear. It's all rolling into the store. AustinArcheryCountry.com. AustinArcheryCountry.com for details and more information. Go see our buddies at Archery Country. Coming up next, your Armed Citizens Report. You don't want to miss this one. You'll get it all in one place right here. It's the Outdoor Zone, live at the Bunkhouse on 104.9 The Horn and 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back to the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. Brought to you by... Number one outdoor show in Texas. Central Texas Honda dealers. If you're like me, you're always eyeing the newest technology and the newest gadgets on the market. But one thing many of us don't always think about is the cutting-edge technology keeping us safe behind the wheel. The 2019 Honda CRV is a triple threat featuring some of the best technology on the market, impressive fuel economy, and tons of cargo space. And best of all... It's available Honda Sensing. Maybe that's why the CRV is the best selling crossover utility vehicle over the past decade, and it's been named the 2019 Edmunds Buyers Most Wanted Compact 
SUV. So if you're listening to this commercial and you're feeling the Honda Envy, come visit your Central Texas Honda dealers and test out one for yourself. Every single one of their new vehicles are marketed are marked down this month. That includes all of their best sellers like Accord, Pilot, Civic, CRV, HRV, and the Fit. Mm-hmm. There is something for everyone. Solve all your Honda Envy at one of Texas Central Texas Honda dealers. Or online at centraltexashondadealers.com. See dealer for details. Now it's time for this week's Armed Citizens Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. A couple in their early 20s exchanged gunfire with a burglar earlier early one morning in their Tulsa, Oklahoma home during a break-in attempt. The burglar was shot in the torso and was taken to the hospital by several of his compatriots, uh, where he remained in critical condition up to, that, to today. That was this week. The couple escaped the incident unscathed. I had to go back and look. Uh, there's another one that comes out of Houston from this past week, just a couple of days ago, and I had to go back and look because it sounded eerily familiar to the Armed Citizens Report we did last week. Remember four people, the person shot, like three of them died and one of them ran off? Yeah. Well, three people are dead and one is recovering after a home invasion in East Houston overnight. This came out, uh, I think, Friday, Friday, maybe yesterday. And this was this one here with these... Young 20-somethings that shot shot these burglars? He had guys outside, too. Police say four men forced their way into a home on Sherman and 71st around 12.45 a.m. Saturday. Detectives said the homeowner grabbed his gun and shot all four of the suspects. Where we are told one suspect died on the scene, two others died at the hospital. The fourth suspect was taken to the hospital and went into surgery. The homeowner, who says the shooting was in self-defense, was reportedly not injured. Evidence markers littered the area outside of the home, showing dozens of rounds were fired. A group of tearful women showed up Saturday morning down the block from where the shooting happened. They said they were related to the men who were shot and asked for privacy. A neighbor who lives nearby said he was on his porch with his baby when the two men showed up with large rifles. That neighbor says he ran inside the home and took cover. He said he believes the men were at the home to rob his neighbor However, he says he does not know what they were after. He said uh, he doesn't know if his neighbors, uh, oh, I don't know. Anyway. Sounds like a drug deal. Eh, Do you think? Well, I mean, wire guys, it kind of depends on what what the neighborhood is and kind of what's, but even so, even so, hey, you coming over for a shootout? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, you lose, I win. And the what I thought was interesting about the Armed Citizen Report that I reported on, which you do not get this stuff in the liberal media. No, in it happens the fake every news day. media. Uh, it was a young 20-something couple. Oh, yeah. That were licensed, personal carry firearms, understood their firearms, and used them. Yeah, I love that. 
And you can go and get more information and pick out the right firearm for you, whether you're in your 20, 21 or older or... 20s or get the senior discount like you get. <laughs> I actually got it at Denny's the other Boom, day. Boom, baby. Hey, come on. McBride's guns go to our to our hometown gun shop. That's McBride's. It's the only real personal gun shop in town. They have a gunsmith on site. They also have youth model firearms over there, shotguns and rifles. You don't want to put a full-size rifle or shotgun in a kid's shoulder and, and expect them to learn how to shoot correctly. You want to get them a youth model. Go get the youth models. Get all the information. Go get your hands on a personal carry. You can touch them. You can feel them. You can talk to them about the pros and cons of every one of the firearms at their shop. At McBride's Guns, they're in the same place they've been for years, corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them at 472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns is our hometown gun shop. So uh, uh, I was just going to uh, report Missouri hunters bagged nearly 300,000 deer in 2018-2019 hunting season. Which ended uh, just this past week. An estimated 290,339 deer were bagged this season in Missouri. Of the total, 136,000 were antlered bucks, 30,000 were button bucks, and (laughs) 123,000 were does. You think you are the only one that makes that mistake? (laughs) Well, there's... uh, 50, or what did I say? 30,000 30, of them in, in Missouri that so have made the old button 000, buck mistake. All you guys that are listening to us that shot that button buck this year, <laughs> you got 30,000. You're part of a club. We should we should get a club like that. You should button go to buck. Mis- button bucks. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you'd be a part of that club. Yeah. I'm not part of it. I have been. Yeah. Well, we know you have. <laughs> you got a little itchy Sometimes finger. on purpose. You got a little itchy finger. Yours itches a lot more than mine does. Hey, man. <clears throat> and your eyes aren't as good as mine are. That's right. That's it. That's what it is. <laughs> I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Uh, hey, I thought I that gar- was funny. I guarantee you the smoke sausage that comes out of that button mm-hmm. buck is just as good Tender, as Tender, baby. Oh, Lord. Can't eat them horns anyway. No. You cannot. <laughs> oh my gosh. There's trophy hunters out there going, oh, least. Who are these guys? I can't uh, believe they didn't even do that. I just thought it was funny that that report came Yummy. out from their, uh, from their, you know, game commission. Oh, and, man. And I, that was part of the report. You know, it wasn't oh, like yeah. bugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was oh, just yeah, like that's, that's interesting. That that's they, right. That they, you know, specifically said button, button bucks, it like broke that down. As a different category for that is bucks and does. Well, that's just, you know what? It's just encouraging for so many of us no, out there. No, you shouldn't be encouraged to shoot buttons. No, bucks. I'm just encouraging to know that we're not the only ones that do that. Oh. You know, I mean, you got guys like, yeah. I don't know, Rick Burr and Jeff Dotter and guys 54, that we know. <laughs> 54,000 of those deer were harvested during archery season. 54,000 arrows. That's a lot of freaking arrows flying, dude. Yeah, I mean, $10 I guess it happens. Get, happens in Texas. I shoot and all more that. arrows that don't get to the deer <laughs> yeah. than that do get to the deer. Yeah. They go over and under and You I don't break know. a lot of arrows, but it's not from hitting deer. So, 
Anyway. Hey, Nile Maxwell Supercenter. <laughs> yes. Uh, 2019 uh, Start Something New sales event is happening right now at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. They got all the Rams over there, the quad cabs, crew cabs. Man, I've seen those dualies over there, the new uh, Ram dualies. Oh, my goodness gracious. I, I don't know what I'd do with one. I want a dually. But I just want one. Yeah. Because they are so good looking. Why the 1500s you? over there are just exceptional. They have all the gear over there on them. They also have the 2019 Jeep Wranglers in, thousands of dollars less, the iconic go-everywhere vehicle. Um, and you also get, the for the best selection, Niles promised to beat any competitor's price. Go see the number one uh, name for Rams in Central Texas, Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 across from Walmart, online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. Up next, you want to hear about your goose hunt. Wrap up with your goose hunt. Plus, uh, if we have time, I want to tell you what New York is doing wrong. They're doing it all wrong. They're all wrong. It's the Outdoors Not Live in the Bunkhouse. bucks. <laughs> yeah, the number one outdoor radio show in all of Texas, which means the world, right here and on 1049. After listening to that last <laughs> segment, theoutdoorzone.com. Everybody, Kevin Fowler here, hanging in the bunkhouse with my buddies TJ and Cody Ryan, only on the Outdoor Zone. Yeah, the other night, I met this hot country mama. She's looking fine. I think yeah, I wanna take her home, make her mine. But all she had to say to my pickup lines was, "Whoa, hoss." All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse, the number one outdoor show on radio here in Texas. And we're honored to be here. Thank you for listening to this show every week. You know, uh, our goal on this show is TJ, Cody Ryan, Beefsteak, Saw Dog. Our goal is just to uh, invite you guys into this old tin shack on the back of the ranch and uh, drink a cup of coffee with you. And <clears throat> if you were sitting in here with us, we'd be having this same conversation and laughing yeah. and having a good time. And uh, Pretty much. You know, we... Uh, we support. Probably smells better where you are, though. <laughs> yeah, well, wherever you are, that's right. Anything's better than in this bunkhouse right now. Anyway, <laughs> uh, it, we just want to thank you guys, guys and gals, for listening to the show. Uh, thank you for those folks that are out there getting set up for church uh, and getting all those things ready for us. We're gonna roll out of here and head to church. Um, anyway, tell me about this goose hunt. <clears throat> so, so you you went on a goose hunt yesterday drove up friday right uh morning to oklahoma oklahoma city just out uh, an hour and and a half north of oklahoma city so we drove up to fort worth had a nice steak dinner oh, okay <clears throat> went from there to uh a couple of stops on the way a couple of casino stops along the way <laughs> yeah uh, the guys that i went are with are just they're just really sharp and that area and uh I, wa- I watched them go in win a little bit of money i mean we didn't stay 30 minutes in either one of them really no liquor no nothing just went straight in and the guys won money and i guess it was just they wanted it to be part of the story yeah and so we kept going got to uh <laughs> well they're uh, they paying their gas bill 
They did pay their gas bill, actually. Yeah. I watched them put the money in their pocket. <laughs> uh, and um, got up there, checked into a little uh, Red Roof Inn motel in uh, in Oklahoma City, got in touch with our outfitters. They were We weren't sure whether we are going to be hunting north, south, east, or west or whatever. Ended up being an hour and a half north of where we were staying, mm. which was great. Um, and then they um, – we got up at four o'clock the next morning and met those guys at six at uh, in a wheat field an hour and a half north of Oklahoma City, and they had the blind set up and uh, the wind was howling. Oh man, probably thirty five, forty, forty five, maybe. Was it miserably cold? It was. It was miserably cold. Uh, my fingertips and my toe toes were. Almost too cold. Wool socks. You didn't have. I had, wool no, socks. I had everything. Oh, you did. I, I, you did I it right. Did it unbelievably. That is unbelievable. It was unbelievable because <laughs> that was my biggest fear for you going up there. I was, was thinking, I oh man, he's going to have like a sweatshirt and a coat and now, a now pair those, of jeans. Those guys up there, yeah, they were in jeans, and I mean, those guys that hunt up there that were doing that stuff, yeah, they were not. But we were, I was, you know that uh, kid Ralphie on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I That's was, how you were. Yeah. I was, I, and I was packed a day before I was ready to go. Good. So anyway, <clears throat> went up there and, uh, but it was, it was incredible. I was so grateful to be able to do that because I'd never done a goose hunt. I've done a little bit of duck hunting, but not much. Right. And there's, man, I can see how a guy can get just caught, ate up Yeah. with that. It. And the dog, their dog that they had with them, super, super spectacular dog. Went out and got all the geese and that whole thing? Oh, my gosh. Did the, you have uh, – <clears throat> you don't have to pay me right now. Did you uh, – Okay. Good. Do you have uh, 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 decoys out? Did you all have like Absolutely. 500 decoys out or something? A lot of decoys out, and it was interesting because – they split them up. They'd put the decoys in two different sections, mm-hmm. and they called them. Uh, and in between the two sections was the hole. And so the, the geese would come in, Oh, and they'd look for a place to land, so they'd want to land in between the two groups of decoys, which was the hole but we're going to have those guys on the show okay and talk more details about that they also do hog hunting at night thermal hog hunting really uh oh yeah they do so they're not you know they're not too weird they're from oklahoma but they're not all that weird huh? no, i really liked them they're good good old boys be careful you end up in oklahoma no, that's not going to happen. I'll carry uh, I'll carry this uh, story from New York over to next week. We've got to talk about it. It's uh, so join us back here next week. This week's Bible verse comes from Genesis one twenty seven. So God created human beings in His own image, the image of God He created them, male and female He created them. Live it, love it, learn it. I'm Cody Ryan. Uh, Head to church and then uh, probably go. I need to clean that boat so bad. Probably work on cleaning the boat. It's too cold to fish. Too well, hot to hunt. <clears throat> man, sounds like a you're song. Getting soft. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, 
We're headed to church. Yes, both of us are. We want to encourage you to go find a good Bible-based church in your community somewhere. If you want to start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church, we'll help you with that. Just go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. Or if you have a boy that you want involved in the outdoors, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com and find a good KOZ church in your community. Hey, get the kids off the couch this week. Take them for a walk in the park. Show them the birds, the trees. We don't care what it is. Take them hunting. Take them fishing. Just get them into the great outdoor zone. My name is TJ Graney. We appreciate you. Kidsoutdoorzone.com for the Kids Outdoor Zone Project. And then uh, The Outdoor Zone on uh, Facebook and on iTunes. All right, that's it. Salt Dog, you're the man. Thank you very much. God bless. Regulators. Let's mount up. Country folks can survive. I had a good friend in New York City. He never called me by my name, just Hillbilly. My grandpa taught me how to live off the land, and his taught him to be a businessman.